Divine Feminine. The Divine Feminine. An episode by Kelly and Jada. The Divine Feminine. The Divine Feminine. The Divine Feminine. The Divine Feminine. Hello and welcome back, you lovely ladies. Ovaries over broberies. Oh my gosh. I love Parks and Rec. Parks and Recreation. As if you don't talk about The biggest episode. feminist in the world. Leslie Miss no. Leslie No. If you are wondering what we're talking about, we have an episode where we talk about Parks and Rec and The Office for a while. Yeah, it's literally two parts long. That's how much <laughs> we don't shut up about Parks and Rec. Um, oh, we forgot to introduce ourselves. Hi, my name is Jada. And I'm Kelly, and welcome back to Who Want When We're Why, or 5W, 5W podcast. podcast. Oh my god, we said that together. Oh my god, we're so in sync today. Disgusting. We Disgusting. We have pink eyeshadow on together, we're talking at the same time. Look at we us. We really just are sisters, I guess. Sisters by choice? Yeah. It wouldn't be chance, because yeah. we're not actually related. Okay. Sisters so it's by, by choice. choice. I love that for us. Anyways, um, I hope you guys like that opening. I think I spent too long <laughs> doing it, yeah. but I'm so happy, and thank you to everyone who helped out. We had um, different women in our lives actually say the lines of it, including our mothers. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. I love my mom. Me too. Mommy, if you're hearing this, I love you. I love you too, Mom. Don't feel left out. <laughs> Don't feel left out. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you couldn't tell from the um, somewhat copy of Mac Miller's Divine Feminine intro to his album that we tried to recreate, this episode is going to be about women. And everything that has to do with us. Because we are, in fact, women. We are, in fact, women. We are cis women. We are cis women. And we just thought it was, especially with the whole everything going on right now in our country, I... I think there's a lot less respect for women yeah. than there really has been. And, um, you know, body positivity and everything. And being at home, especially quarantine. I really want to also mention this, which we didn't write it down. But, like, everyone's saying, you know, throughout quarantine, I'm going to work out and come back all, like, nice and skinny. And, it, like, it also kind of made me feel bad because, like, I didn't really do that. Yeah, I gained a lot of weight during quarantine. I actually started with that mindset. And then mm-hmm. it ended up making me sit down and really have to think about how I feel about my body and my appearance and the way I look and how I accept that. Right. And, like, I just think that, you know, your productivity and your body is not your worth. Exactly. And that was something we also discussed. But, yeah. In this episode, we have an entire, like, outline right here of things that we just wanted to comment on and things that we want to talk about because, I mean, yeah, we're 19, but, like, I've experienced a lot of things. We've had a lot of time as women to realize more about ourselves in every way. And the world around us and how women are treated. And, um, yeah, so hopefully this episode, even if you are a guy, uh, you learn something. Also, we should specify... We are feminists, but we don't hate men, and I think that the stigma that feminists hate men is pretty toxic towards the movement And itself. that's called radical feminism. We are not radical, radical feminists. feminists. Um, I do have a boyfriend, so that'd be kind of hypocritical of me. <gasps> Kelly has a boyfriend! Oh my god, yeah! <laughs> this is your first time saying it! It is, actually. On the podcast. Wow. Wow, I do. That is my life update. We wrote life update on the outline. We both put boyfriend. <laughs> boyfriend. We both have boyfriends now. Congrats. I came out! I don't think I ever said that on the podcast either. You didn't? No, I don't think so. Oh my god, I just assumed that you did. Wait! No, I didn't. Because in that episode when we were talking about sexuality, I was still like, haha, I'm inside the closet. Yeah, you wanted to be considered an ally during that, so I guess... There you go, podcast. You ne- You're welcome. <laughs> did you? Do you want to come out right now? I'm bisexual. I'm a <laughs> 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 Um, yeah. Wow. This is so, I'm so proud this of you. This episode's really jam-packed. I you know. really said impact. 
The reason why I'm not like freaking out is because um she been new. She, I, I've been new, but I'm still so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We love two oh guys. This is the bisexual podcast now. Yes, the two bi's that have boyfriends. Um, one two, one bi and one bi equals two. Raging. One whole. One whole. One whole. Wait, yeah, because that's wait. Two halves equals a whole. Do we equal to a hetero then? Do yeah, that's the one bisexual joke I do laugh at. Do two bisexuals make one hetero when you put them together? Do they? Or does that make it two gay? Oh, oh shoot. I guess it depends. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, we are already four minutes in, and we we really Literally not. We talked. just it's fine. Um, okay, so uh, anything you want to like catch up our listeners on? Sorry, we've been so busy with school. That's literally all I have right now. School. So I'm busy with school, and that's why we haven't been uploading as much. But we're going to try to figure out our schedule, I guess. Soon. Yes, but um, maybe we were. Sorry, continue. I was gonna say we're gonna try to do probably like one episode a month, most likely. Yeah, I mean, we were thinking of doing a music episode, like a two-part big extravaganza thing, but that's just so much planning. But it was so much work, and we didn't have the time, and, and this was just time-sensitive, so... Mm-hmm. We might wait, maybe till, like, our winter break to do the music episode or something. Yes, and my winter break starts earlier this year. Oh. I finished by Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be taking a winter class, so I don't technically get a break. Oh, but I feel like winter and summer classes aren't... Aren't that bad. Aren't that bad, we'll no. see, then. I took summer classes. They're much easier because... Didn't you take a sexuality class? I did, actually... Yes, I did take a sexual human sexuality class. Um, I wrote about bisexual, um, like, invalidation and bi-erasure. Mm-hmm. And especially the experience of being a bisexual woman and, like, the stereotypes and stigmas that come along with it, which we will talk about later. But, um, yeah, they also... That was the most, like, that was the best, I think, sex ed class I've ever taken. Because really? it, was, it wasn't just sex ed. It was a lot of other things that have to do with it. But, like, there was a lot of different things. But my professor really, like, did an entire thing on, like, women, sex, like, like just health and everything. And it was, like, I was, like, wow. In high school, we really learned nothing. I had to wait until college to mm-hmm. learn this. I remember in sex ed, we really didn't learn that much, especially when it came to LGBT people, in particular with women. You know the one thing I remember learning about lesbians? I remember our teacher wrote, sorry, I guess one more episode's explicit. He wrote cunnilingus, and he said, this is what lesbians perform. And that was um, it. That was, that was the end. It's okay. I was, I didn't even, man's in my senior, because we did um, sex ed senior year. Mm-hmm. Senior year, all I remember was, like, he took forever to teach us about, like, erections and whatever. But then he was like, yeah, girls have clitoris, orgasm, cool. There's cool. so much that goes into that. Like, that was it. And then he was like, and then another thing was also like, I will say we are pro-choice. Mm-hmm. Let women do what they want with their, their bodies. bodies. Yeah, thank you. Like, if you're a man, you cannot tell me what I want to do with my body because you don't have to go through your period every month. You don't have to go through actually birthing the child. You don't have to go through the thought of whether you would want to have a child or not or making that decision for yourself. Especially, yes. And like, even now, like, yes, gender roles aren't as like, strict as they used to be but they still are oh your girls are very prevalent yes if um like they are very prevalent like you know if you have a baby like if you're a 16 year old mom like you are expected to take care of that child you know and like i i can't me at 19 having a child is so like i want to eventually I mean, when i'm older like not now c- congratulations to anyone who's able to do that by the way that's yes. not what we're saying we're not saying like being a teen mom is bad because you know what if that's your choice if that's, that's your, your choice, choice Go off, girl. Like, live your life. Yeah. I support you. But, like, I just think that women should have the option of whether or not they want to have that child. hmm And, um, yes, everyone could be like, adoption. Put it up for adoption. 
You know how many kids get abused so in many the foster kids system? Get put in the foster system, and after a certain age, they are not adopted. Like most people want a baby, and my brother's adopted. We got him when he was a baby. Like I don't think my parents really ever were like, let's adopt a fifteen-year-old child. Like you know, mm-hmm. and like it's just it's so sad to see these kids go through that. A lot of kids get hurt in the foster system. Like they could get sexually abused and get abused in general, and yeah. human trafficked. Like <laughs> yeah, um, we really went off topic. We really said. Off topic. Yeah. Um, anyways. I mean, that was kind of on topic. It was on topic. I do agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, let women do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and to go off of that, actually, um, I want to talk about the idea of sexually liberating women and sexualizing women. To sexualize a woman is bad. We don't like to do that because women aren't sexual objects. We're not here for your pleasure. But, not- a, but a woman can choose to sexualize themselves. If they yes. want to. And, they and you shouldn't shun. And you shouldn't also shame people if they don't want to be. And we had this conversation, actually, if you want to go in, Do you want to go into... Yeah, so, Kelly and I, I kind of made a joke, but it actually became a serious topic, where in, like, high school, because I dated people, I was considered to be a slut. And since you didn't really date I people, I didn't date Kelly, anyone. I was were. considered a prude. So, it's like you can't win, no matter what, right? It's and in a, it's... Like, your sexual history, like, why do you care? That doesn't determine your worth. It doesn't. Like, if you want to have more than one partner, whoop-de-doo, have fun. If you don't want to, then that's also fine, you know? Like, it's your choice. It's your life. And I don't think we should shun anyone for any of the choices that they make in life. Yeah, like, I feel like people would call me easy and things like that because I I would get in relationships in my, in my lifetime. Like, yeah. I don't understand what that connotation has to do with that, and... I don't think anyone has the right to assume things about you because of your past. You right, I mean? and I also don't think that people should comment on whether a girl wants to do things with other people or not. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't want to. I'm not ready for that, and that's not what I want to do. So, I don't understand why people are, like, shunning me for it, because then if I do end up doing things, then I will be considered, you know... How do you feel like you've been shunned? Well, I mean, no guy ever wants to... Experience. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Because I know that a lot of guys, I've heard it too, like I like in passing conversations and seeing it on the internet, guys are like, I don't want to mess with a virgin. I don't want to mess with a girl who doesn't know what she's doing. And like, in high school, I had an experience with a boy and, you know, no hard feelings to him. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't know what I was doing when I was kissing him. I didn't know what I was doing, period. And yet, he still made fun of me for it. And it was kind of like, okay, you were a starter at one point. Yeah, this, like, that's disrespectful. Just because you don't... You're unexperienced. That doesn't mean you don't deserve to have that. Exactly. And, like, everyone starts at some point. So, like, that's your... That's a perfect opportunity for you to be like, let me teach you. Like, <laughs> exactly. Come on. You're gonna make it such a better thing, and then you're gonna shame someone for maybe not knowing how to kiss the right way the first time. Exactly. And it was just, like... And that's just annoying. But, like, I have... Like, it's just... I've seen... I've seen people be like, oh, she's a prude. Like, she doesn't want to do anything with anyone. Okay. And what about it? I don't want to. Mm-hmm. All right. Does that make her Does that make less? me any different yeah. of a person? Like, I just don't want to. And, like, that's just also annoying, too, how, like... What am I trying to say? I, I just... Especially in your young, like, teenage years. Like, you're not pressured to do things like that. But it's also sometimes seen as, like, wrong if you don't. Put out? Yeah. Yeah, I've experienced that where if I'm dating someone... I, I will admit, most of my relationships have been with men when I date a guy. 
there's been a lot of stigma where, like, I have to put out. What, and whether exactly. I choose to announce my decision, but it's, like, you always feel the pressure in that kind of relationship, even at such a young age. Like, even though parents and teachers will tell you to not have sex or, like, do anything like that at a young age, there's still societal pressure where when you're in a relationship, that's you what have to have sex to with that person. Exactly. You have to do that. And I'm kind of really glad that my boyfriend and I have talked about it, and I'm like, listen, like, I don't feel comfortable doing that. And he was like, hey, that's fine. When you're ready, you're ready, but I'm not going to pressure you. Like, he has not pressured me, and, like, I was just like, wow, this should be the norm. That's normal. That should be normal. That should be normal. And it also should be normal, in my opinion, to talk about these things with other people when you're entering a relationship, but that's for another episode. Mm-hmm. That's for another episode for another time. Yeah. But, yeah, I do, I don't like the fact that there is that pressure that you have to put out if you're in a relationship. Like, bruh. Mm-hmm. That's all. Bruh. Exactly. Um, also, Clothing. You can wear whatever you want to wear, and I don't think anyone should have an executive decision about what's considered to be appropriate or not. And then I don't understand the definition of what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. Provocative clothing is only deemed provocative by people looking at it. Any clothing could be considered provocative if I look at it and go, yo, your cardigan? Too provocative. You're showing too much shoulder. But is it? Really? Let me wear what I want to wear. Exactly. Whether it is provocative or unprovocative, it doesn't matter because it's my choice to wear the clothes that I put on my body. Exactly. And I also just... Again, I don't like it when, you know, we're dress code. Dress code. That's like the biggest thing oh, that we yeah. had to talk about because we've both been dress coded. Mm-hmm. Over nothing, basically. I have been because I'm a, I have a Me little too. hips. I ha- I'm a little bigger girl, you know? And sometimes when I wear shorts, even if they're straight, like, on the dress code, like, your fingertips or whatever, when I sit, it does ride, ride up. And I've gotten dress coded and over shorts that are definitely like, dress code, like, appropriate, but a girl who was sitting next to me who was, like, skinny was wearing booty shorts mm-hmm. and nothing. Well, yeah, I have noticed that because, in at least from our school, maybe it's different. I felt like the girls who were a little thinner, which, no shame to them at all, but they wouldn't really get dress coded for wearing more revealing outfits, but then when a girl who maybe has more curves or is a little heavier wears it, it's different. I remember I wore shorts and then someone pulled me to the side and said, you can't wear shorts like that because you have big ass- you have bigger assets than other girls. Okay. And I want to flaunt them. Like, I want to feel good <laughs> about myself, girl. Exactly. That's not your- I think that's really disrespectful. So, that does that mean if my assets were smaller that I could wear it? Why? And there's also, we're not shaming girls who are smaller, who are skinnier. Like, mm-hmm. all body types are beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I also don't like the fact that there's that- like, mentality, kind of, like, you know, especially with the whole dress code thing, because, like, mm-hmm. hey, I feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me wear what I want to wear. I feel like, in general, heavier women are shamed for the clothing choices they wear more than skinnier women. Yeah. Because of fat phobia. Yes, and fat phobia, that's a whole topic. Mm-hmm. I just, I think that, honestly, I think that all women, all body types are beautiful, and I also just don't, especially coming from a dance and a theater background, I know being a girl who's five foot and a little, like, you know, bigger, um, a little curvier, mm-hmm. like, it's just, I've gone through, I have, I know what it's like, like, especially in the dance world, a lot of ballerinas or, you know, dancers have to be skinnier, mm-hmm. and, like, I just, I don't know, that's cutting out so many talented girls and so, in so many ways, mm-hmm. and I've been through that. I have, my height and the way that I look has been taken into account not my talent. And I think that that's just 
first of all, poor representation of women in the world because then that's going to make girls feel bad about their own bodies at home if they have normal-looking bodies. Mm -hmm. Second of all, it's just shows, like, especially, like, leading girls. Mm -hmm. Like, you want are wanted by everyone if you look this certain way. And that's just disgusting. And I, I know. I don't understand what kind of way you're supposed to look in order to gain acceptance. I think as a black woman, I've had experiences where people either think of me differently or will fetishize me more, actually. Mm -hmm. I've been in two relationships where one of the topics was that they liked me more because I was considered a ethnic woman and that that was different. And I felt like that was putting me in a box because I was wondering, well, do I have to fit a certain stereotype of an ethnic woman? And even, like, I just, there's just so much to untangle with that that, I, like, I can't even, like, believe someone would say that because that's just so, like, Wait, offensive. Wait, they said it straight up to your face. Yeah, that's so offensive on so many levels. They said they, had like, had a fetish for black people and that's why they liked being with me because they found me attractive in that way. It's, like, I don't want, I don't like hearing those preferences to begin with because that's just something that's always made me uncomfortable. That's a general thing with... But to, to just the fact that that's a big aspect of a relationship is the way that I look as a woman because of my skin. That always was pretty insulting to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole thing of, I'm only attracted to this certain type of people. It's not even that. It's so far, you have, like, you are attracted to all types of people. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah, you just haven't, maybe you, you haven't just connected with Connected anyone. with anyone who, like, you've connected with the same type of person, but... It's wrong to be like, I only like this, this race. I only like this, you know, like, mm -hmm. no, it's not that. It's just, you haven't found someone that, you know, I'm, I, I don't know how, what I'm trying to say, but you know, kind of what I'm yeah. getting at here. And like, I'm so sorry. That's just like, it's okay. I mean, I would have knocked happened. him in the teeth. I would have been like, excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I kind of wanted to because I always felt like that was like normalized. So I never said yeah. anything. I I didn't realize until everything, like I mentioned in our Black Lives Matter episode, I didn't realize until all the revelations came with what's going on in the movement that a lot of the things I've yeah. experienced are wrong, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm looking at our outline here, because we just kind of went all over the place and said, let's go. Yeah. Okay, I just want to talk about the idea of, like, acting ladylike and girls who are tomboys, because I... The equivalent of a bro girl, okay? Like, as a kid. As a kid, <laughs> You're I... You're a bro girl. Like, even in middle school, you, I think you, like, realize, like, I'm more of, like, not stereotypical lady-like. Like, I, 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 as a kid, like, I, I played with mostly boys. I liked to run around and do things that wasn't supposedly ladylike. Mm -hmm. And even now, like, sometimes, like, my room is all over the place, and my dad will make a comment, and he'll be like, You're a woman! You're supposed to have your things all nice and clean and tidy! And I'll be like, But if my brother does that... That's not considered... What? Like, I think everyone should. But, like, also, if I have a mess in my room, it's my mess. What does it have to do with me being a girl? Exactly. I don't... I don't get that. Do you think that, as a child, like, you experienced more men-like experiences? I guess, yeah. I mean, I'm... The thing that, like, I... I don't know. I guess, like... Well, you were, like, really... I would consider myself to be more of a feminine girl. That's how I've always been. Right. And that's what I've always been comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, in the recent years, I definitely have become a little more feminine. But, like, you met me in middle school. I yeah, was you were, you were like, pretty tomboy. Yeah, you were I liked my sneakers. I liked my hair up. I you liked to run. You played Pokemon. Oh, all, yes, I did. All that kind of stuff. You yeah. played soccer, which even though you were on a female soccer team, 
I think yeah. any woman doing a sport sometimes can get them pushed in a category of, oh, you're a tomboy. Right. And, like, honestly, some of those girls on the soccer team when I used to play were probably the most feminine women I've ever met. Mm-hmm. But they're strong as hell. Exactly. And whether you're a tomboy or you're a feminine person, that doesn't determine, like, the person you are. Yeah, that doesn't determine who you are just because you might like things that are stereotypical and more boyish. I just also, like, it was just, it's just so astounding to me how, like, we push for little girls to be, like, that's the one thing I saw in this post. And it was, like, you know, little girls get these toys and they're always, like, babies, baby dolls. And kitchen sets. Kitchen sets. I mean, yeah. I love my kitchen set because I love pretending to be like, oh, my dad because my dad's a chef. But, like, mm-hmm. kitchen sets, dress up stuff. And, like, if a boy touches those things, it's kind of like, oh, you're gay. Oh, you're gay. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But, like, that was the other thing, too. Like, it's considered bad if a boy, like, wanted to play with those things. But if a girl wanted to play with trucks, we're all fine with it. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know? I think that's actually true. Yeah, it is, because, like, it, like, being a little girl and, like, I don't know, just, I, it's so weird now being adult and looking back and, like, really having a diverse group of friends and, like, also going to college and it was kind of hard for me to connect with the girls that I lived with because I was around, like, you were mainly the most girls, you know? Yeah. But, like, having a best friend who's boy and, like, all this stuff, but, like, it was just, like, weird, you know? But even now, like, I'll do things and they're like, that's not like a lady. Let me burp if I want to. Like, I don't understand. I have indigestion. I can burp louder than any man <laughs> yeah. ever existed. I've had Literally. multiple men tell me, yeah, you can burp louder. This is true. Um, I also wrote an article, <laughs> actually, in high school called It's Okay to Throw Like a Girl and the Negative Stigma Around the... You throw like a girl. And have you seen that video where yeah. they ask little girls, like, what is it like to throw like a girl? I, and they're, like, was... throwing some hard throws. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. We can link it, because I think it was a, a tampon commercial, if I'm correct, which we'll talk more about tampons mm, later. Yes, I actually think that was a tampon commercial. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, a bunch of little girls, and they were like, what is it like to throw, like, a girl, or run like a girl? And they were just doing doing it. And then they asked little boys, and the boys were, like, being all like, ah, really? <laughs> like, nah, homie. I just, I, I don't know. I think that women still have a lot, like, we can do a lot of things that men can. I mean... Yes, I I do think we can do a lot of things, but it's still, like, you're a, that whole thing. Have you seen that thing where it was, like, can I get a strong boy to lift up these chairs? <laughs> and then it was, like, me, nine years old, grabbing all of the chairs. Like, why is it the, why, exactly. why can't anyone do it? I remember when they would ask, like, yeah, for anything, if they need people to get books. Oh, can I have a strong boy? boy? Like, bro, can three boys raise their hand? Me, raising my hand. <laughs> Hi, I'll do it. No. Okay. You're lost, and then they're struggling, and then I just go, ha, 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 ha. I can carry it. And even if you, I don't know. Yeah, I also just, I I don't know. It's so weird and different now, now that I'm more, I guess, in tune with my feminine side, I guess. But, like, I always had that, you know, you're getting older now. You should stop doing this. You should stop liking these things. You should start becoming more of, like, a girl. And it's just like, uh, but, but. You want to enjoy. I do. What and, you want to. And like, I don't know. I just, that's just how I am and that's how I was and that's whatever. And I don't think that anyone should comment on that. Like, exactly. Let me you rock. grew up as a tomboy, you grew up as a tomboy. Let me rock. Let me still do that. Let me, let me wrestle, okay? I like wrestling. I think it's fun. <laughs> okay. I like Mortal Kombat. That's probably the most stereotypical guy thing I like. Wait, you play Mortal Kombat? Yes, I love Mortal Kombat. I'm actually pretty good at it. I play Call of Duty. but Oh, I like Black Ops 2. Yes, I have Black Ops 2, but I've been playing Call of Duty Mobile because my boyfriend plays that, and he's, mm-hmm. like, top... 
he's in the top like qu- per like quartile of yeah. like people. Like he's in the competitions. Oh my god. Yeah, you didn't know that. I think I didn't know that, but just yes, he I like just reminded. he was in like the national like tournament and got like the top like forty percent or whatever. And I was like, that's yeah. my man. Like okay, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, even now, I-, I went to work and I was talking to this dude, and I was just talking about it. And I was talking about video games, and he was like, "Wait, you're a girl," and I was like, "And." He was like, wait, you know these games? And I was like, yeah. Like, is, is that a problem? Is that a problem? He's like, no, like, I just didn't take you as someone who, like like that. And then, I, and then I mentioned I was in a sorority, and they were like, oh, so you are a girly girl. And I was like, no. No. Just because I'm in a sorority doesn't necessarily mean, like, I think my sorority, like, we are more broad girls than anything, really. My specific chapter, at least. Like, we are more broad girls than anything. I mean, we do have some of the high girls, but, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, Okay, I'm a girl. That's another thing in college, too. I think I mentioned this in an episode before. I literally say F in the chat. I'd be like, yo, that's like a thing that guys say. And I'm like... I say that. I didn't know that was... Apparently a- it is. Apparently it is. Ooh. It's a phrase. Let me say the I phrase. guess memes are manly. Memes are manly. Oh, give me a sh- nice manly meme man. <laughs> <laughs> nice manly meme man. Yes. We do love the meme men. Um, yeah. Uh, let me look on this outline. Because we kind of just went off. We did go off. We really didn't think this through, did we? No. <laughs> we really just wrote things and went, let's talk about it. Yes, we did. Um, oh, I wrote sexualization of young girls, actually, um, from a dance perspective. Mm-hmm. Some, I, I, I looked at some of the costumes they put me in when I was little, like four or five, and I was like, I should not be wearing this. Like, I, I took hip hop when I was like five. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did take hip hop. It was a time. Um, I always wanted to take hip hop, but I never got to do hip hop. Fun fact, I was the only white person in the class. Really? Yes. Oh, we had a boy in my class, though. He was really good. Mm-hmm. But, like, they put me in this outfit that it was, like, like a like a bralette, a short skirt, fishnet tights, and, like, a fishnet kind fishnets. of thing. Yeah, fishnet tights, fishnet gloves, and, like, this, like, fishnet kind of, like, mesh thing in the middle. Ew. I was, like, five or six. And I was, like, and when I was three, they did, like, this genie dance thing, and I was straight up wearing a bralette. Oh, also, now, it's looking funny looking back at that, because now genie would not be the way to go. Because of, like, the culture appropriation with that. Yeah. So not only were you doing culture appropriation, which it wasn't your fault, obviously you were three, but the dance teacher made you do that, but they made you show your, like, belly and, like, your... And, like, have you seen, like, the girls dancing and, like, they'll make them, like, drop to the floor and then come up Basically and twerk at this point. Yeah, and, like, you know, let girls dance, but also these girls are four. I think that, what I think is that, I, I don't really have much of a dance perspective, so my outside perspective is that... If a girl wants to dance the way that she wants to, that's okay. But these are people choreographing routines for young children. So you shouldn't be purposely sexualizing any child. I don't think a child should be doing any form of, like, inappropriate dancing in that way, even if it is an art form. They don't fully understand the meaning behind that. Did you feel like you had, like, moves like that, like, in, like, your head? I mean, I also was, like, young. So, like, I mean, we did it to lip gloss. <laughs> I but love my, that song. My, oh, my God, no. Literally, I loved that song. We did a, we did a hip-hop dance to lip gloss. Mm-hmm. And we were all, like, feeling ourselves or whatever. But I don't, I think maybe that was definitely, like, but also the teacher didn't seem like, the, the dance teacher didn't seem like, I don't remember because obviously I was young. Mm-hmm. But, like. I just know that I have still seen that today, mm-hmm. and seen girls in these outfits, and I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa. Especially, especially comp dance. Competition dance. I look at some of these girls wearing, like, obviously let your kid do whatever, but, like, wearing pounds of makeup at five years old. Usually their moms do it for them. If they're five or six, it's usually Yes, but also, like, these girls are, like, wearing makeup that, like, 
I couldn't even wear now because it's so heavy and so, like, mm-hmm. you know. More than the stage makeup you would wear for, like, a production. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, and especially pageants. Mm-hmm. Pageant, pageants are a whole other thing. Yeah, I'm really thankful none of the both of us didn't want to do pageants. You know I want to do pageants. I did too when I watched Toddlers and Tiaras. Because <laughs> it's funny because... I remember looking back and thinking, wow, these parents are strict, but I also be like, I want to be in a pageant. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. I, I just, oh my god. I mean, when I was younger, I definitely wasn't the kind of girl to be in a pageant, stereotypically, because I was like, I was treated differently as a, as a young girl because I was um, clinically obese. Mm. And I felt like um, people didn't look at me as, like, a healthy, active young girl, so they would, like, yeah. treat me differently. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I get that. Um, for I didn't have a lot of girls supporting me, and I wish I did. We are supporting every woman. Yes. Ever. Woman, you need to support other women, please. Yes, that's also my Instagram now. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually... Can we go into the topic of body positivity? Because, like... Yeah, I know this is like, what you want to talk yes, about. Yes, because, like, my Instagram, I kind of feel... Like, I posted this one post because I... Literally was just taking pictures of myself and feeling myself and I actually felt really beautiful and like I never, I no, literally never let people touch my stomach like you know. Me either. But still, that's... But recently I've been really falling in love with my body and the parts about it that I didn't like. I mean, yeah, there's still a long way to go, but I posted this long post and I never ever have talked about the times where I would purposely like wrap myself when I played soccer in high school mm-hmm. and um, because, you know, I have little bigger boobs than other girls and I would want to try to match them mm-hmm. and like I would feel so like again as you said like they would look at me and be like she's not as healthy she's not as fit and so like you know that really got to me um theater has really gotten to me I mean yes I did play Tracy Turnblad in high school and I still talk about that role because that role really changed me mm-hmm. like I feel like that's just a very integral part of mm-hmm. my life um and she taught me how to really love myself you know mm-hmm but still, I went to high school. I'm not high school. What am I now? College, college. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm in college. <laughs> um, I went to college in my second semester. I wasn't cast mm-hmm. in the role that I in a role, and I felt so like bad about myself because the person who was cast was, you know, stereotypical theater girl. Mm-hmm. And she was amazing, absolutely wonderful, no hard feelings to her, but I started feeling really bad about myself and didn't eat. Not, like, drastically stopped eating, but I would slowly stop eating and really be hard on myself. And it, it was just, like, I, it was all because I was, like, I need to look skinny or else no one's going to look at me. Mm-hmm. And, like, then I really realized, like, I'm pretty, and I have a nice body, and it d- lets me do a lot of things. It lets me walk, it lets me run, it lets me do whatever, have dance parties in my room, mm-hmm. you know? And I want to spread that to other women because it's hard, and I know how hard it is to love your body in a world where being a size 2 is considered beautiful. Mm-hmm. But honestly, if you have a little, like, hips on you, it's more to grab. But also, it, colors. But also if you are a size 2, you're, you're still beautiful. You're still beautiful as well. I don't like that sometimes with the narrative, with... Bo- body positivity which I think the perspective you have is wonderful but I will say there are some people who would even though we should promote promote bigger bodies as a as beauty that you doesn't mean that skinny either yeah and I don't and I've been on kind of both ends of that spectrum because I've actually fluctuated a long way as I said when I was younger I was um obese and then I lost a lot of weight because I felt like I had a loose weight to um you know also be accepted and to feel normal just in general 
And it was really interesting when I started dating because I would have, most people say, you're too skinny. You don't, you, I don't, you need more curves. You need more to oh, grab. Really? Yeah, I had the opposite where I felt like I had to gain weight and then in one relationship I gained, I would say, trigger warning if you can't handle numbers, but I gained 20 pounds. And because I just felt like I had to be curvier, but then I ended up becoming at what I consider to be an unhealthy weight, like to the point where I would get really tired after walking like a yeah. short amount of time. So that's when I knew I needed to change not my size, but my health. I needed to work on my health. So mm-hmm. I've just been always back and forth with how I feel because when I'm skinnier, I get told, you know, that... Hey, you look pretty. And, like, you're wanted, Yes, you know? and then when I was overweight as a kid, no one wanted to talk to me. And I felt like that it had to do because of my weight. So, like I said, it's just like... I feel like in society, sometimes you just, you can't win. And that's why I feel like it's really important. You have to at least accept yourself for who you are because as a society, not everyone may accept you, which is bullshit, but you have to be able to accept yourself. And if you can't right now, that's okay. Like a lot of people in the body positivity movement are screaming how they love their body. And it's okay if you're not there yet. Cause honestly, it takes a lot. I'm not, I'm really not there at all. I mean, yeah, me too. I mean, I have been posting more about myself because I feel better about myself. There are still days where I go and I'm like, eh, not feeling not it. Not feeling it not today. Feeling it, <laughs> that ain't it, chief. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like your perspective and you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't skinny shame either. It's just, I think all women are beautiful and I just, I just... Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to give all women hugs mm-hmm. and be like, you're pretty and you're beautiful because exactly. you're you. Have you seen the Fenty line? Yes! Oh have my god, that? yes! Have you guys seen that picture? The plus size model. It's not just plus size models. It's They have literally just a picture of all their models and it's the most diverse thing I've ever seen. I saw, seen. yeah, on there's, Twitter. E- there's men too in it. And yes! It's, um, have, it's plus size women, skinnier women, trans women, women yes. of all different ethnic backgrounds. And I'm like, wow, Victoria's Secret is quaking right now. No, for real. Yeah. Victoria's Secret was like, plus size women and, and trans women can't sell a fantasy. And then Rihanna was like, yikes. Bet. <laughs> she was like, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm looking at her. Uh, oh, the stigma of periods. Periods are normal. I bleed. Out it of, happens. Out. Once a month, basically, and I and we should be able to talk about that if we want to. It, it's not is it really taboo. that gross. Is it really that gross? Think about it. You know what? If men are gross when they sweat. I guess. I could say some really phallic things right now, but um, did you say phallic or foul? <laughs> Was that English? <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll cut. I could say some really <laughs> disgusting things that men do. men do. So. If a man can choose to do something disgusting, why can't I talk about something that my body naturally does? Why are we calling something that your body naturally does to be gross in that sense? I also just, like, I don't understand. I do not like, and I I absolutely despise this. When I'm annoyed, and the first thing that someone, like, a dude says is, she must be on her period. Excuse me? My first thought is I'll slap you. That's, like, that's my first thought immediately. And, like, it's just, like, it's so annoying. Because even in media, you can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's a thing that happens to women's bodies. Like, I understand not telling, like, a little kid what happens to your body. Because, like, I don't want to know that at four years old that I am going to end up going through that. But, like... Mm-hmm. I, re- I remember when I would, like, need a pad and like, school or something. Because, you know, shit happens. And 
I would feel like I would have to sneak around. Yes. Talk to the teacher privately. Can I talk to you? I don't want any of the guys to hear that. You have to whisper like, can I have a pad? And like, that's kind of, you're not supposed to talk about that in front of men. You're supposed to hide it. If you've got to go to the bathroom and you need a pad and you don't have a purse, you have to put it in your pocket. You can't just carry it in the hallway with you. I will say, there's this kid, Matt, in my French class. He's a real one. And I still remember this because go Matt. <laughs> I bled through. Straight up. And I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I got up and it was like, there. And he was like, hey. And I was like, yeah. And he literally poked, like, poked my shoulder and he was like, listen, like, I think you got your period. Just like here's my jacket. And I straight up was like, huh? And I looked down and I was like, oh. And he was like, here's my jacket. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. And I was like, that's fine. He didn't make a big deal out of it. All the other guys in the class definitely were looking mm-hmm. when I got up to go hand in a piece of paper at the front of the, the, the whatever. Uh-huh. But he gave me his jacket and then, like, I was like, thank you. Like, because he was like, some of the guys were looking and, like. And, but he was respectful. And I was it. like, that's nice. You know, like, I bleed. Sometimes I don't know when I bleed. Exactly. Straight men. If your girlfriend starts bleeding, are you going to sh- really shame her? Yeah. Like, if you wouldn't straight, if you, straight, if you wouldn't shame a, your girlfriend for talking about her period, why would you shame anyone for, like, getting it? You can't control that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, <sighs> mm, <laughs> it's just so annoying because we still can't talk about it on TV because it's considered taboo. Like, it's a yeah, thing that happens. Yeah. I love how in the commercials they can't have, like, red to depict blood, so they use blue. Have you noticed yes, that? Yes, 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 Because it's too, it's too inappropriate. I'm sorry, but people with, um, penises, if you were to start bleeding out of them, you would freak out. You oh my God. would literally, like, cry. Yeah. You would not be able to handle it. And most... Of us women can handle it better than you can. So I think we and deserve some props. And the pain. Not that everyone even gets that pain, but for those who do, they, they're strong. Kudos. Kudos. Kudos to you. It's just, mm, just, I don't know why, why we can't talk about this. Like, I, I really don't. Mm-hmm. I even, like, thinking about, I wanted to talk about this on our podcast, but I was like, oh no, like, people are going to listen and be like, ah. Oh, she's talking about live and, and vagina listen no children this moon cycle like <laughs> i don't know what to tell you yeah um but yeah that's that's something that also in school i feel like in sex ed they were like this is menstruation cycle the end yeah they didn't talk about they they did talk about the physical process which is important they should talk about literally the, the egg and everything yes but that was it and it's <sighs> meanwhile when we were in like fifth grade we got separated into two rooms and one room talked about periods. And I'm not saying that maybe the t- the boys in that scenario should have heard everything, but, like... They should still know. They should still kind of have an idea. And I remember we would get these brown bags. Oh, with my like, God! With, like, deodorant. With like pads, deodorant, like, a chart of, like, when you get your period. And we would have to put it in our bags and hide it from the guys so they, they wouldn't see. But then they walked in with their pamphlets and their deodorant, and they were like, yeah... Yeah, I know about condoms now. <laughs> That's another thing. We should also, for both men and women, talk about, about safe sex. We only talk about protection with um, men wrapping it. We never really talk about women. And, like, there's so many different methods of birth control. I didn't even know this. And, like, I went to school and, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's so many different methods of birth control. Like, and, like, it should be normalized. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if you don't want to go on birth control... That's fine, too. Mm-hmm. But if you do want to go on birth control, I 
I honestly yeah. We should. Can we? Can I actually talk about birth control for a second? Yes. I'm on birth control, and I I'm think, going to be some soon, maybe, mm-hmm. hopefully. I've been on birth control for like uh, maybe a year now, and I think we need to stop shaming young girls for being on birth control because one, it's better to be safe, but also, I'm not going to tell you why I'm on birth control because you know why? People don't just go on birth control the pill just because of sex. Yeah. Um, I know people, including myself, who have really severe cramps, and going on birth control actually helps decrease those a lot. It also helps you get your period on a regular schedule. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of girls I know who get it every couple months, or they don't get it at all, and it can help you become fertile. Like, that could literally save your fertility, if that's what you choose, you want to do. Right. And whether they're using it for sex, for either of that, it's none of your, it's none of your business. Like, seriously. <laughs> it really isn't. You know? Yeah. Um, and to go off because we're almost done, actually. Yeah. To go off, uh, we wrote about sex work and not shunning women. If a girl wants to go into sex work, let her live her life. Let her rock. Mm-hmm. There is nothing wrong with that. But also, the I'm just like, there's this one, I was talking about this. Mm-hmm. That one girl who posted pictures on OnlyFans because, you know, she needed some money and they got leaked. And all these guys were sharing it. And they were like, if she didn't want them to be shared, she shouldn't have posted them. No, you should have just been a nice person, seen them, and then not, not shared them. them. Or you should have paid for them. She's trying to make a living. She's a businesswoman. If you run an OnlyFans, you're running a business. And the business is yourself and the pictures you choose to post, right? So if I had a website where you had to pay, let's say I wrote, like, I don't know, songs, like a Patreon or something, and you had to pay $5 to see that, mm-hmm. if that got leaked, you're ruining my business there. If you leak someone's pictures who's selling them, you're ruining their business how would you feel if literally all your information got leaked like that? Like, and it, sex work, there's nothing wrong with There's it. nothing wrong with doing what you want to do with your body. So if you want to choose to go into the sex work industry, whether it's porn or OnlyFans or prostitution, that's your choice. And no one has the right to say anything about that. Like, how does it affect you? That's one thing. With everything we're talking about, how does most of this affect you if you aren't a woman? Like, not even that. Like, even the women who do shun other women. Yeah. Okay, if you're not watching it, if you're not consuming the stuff that they're doing, why does it affect you? No one's forcing you to. They're getting their coin, and probably more than you ever will. Exactly. So, like, some of it's straight up cash. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, let them rock. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't understand why, like, people have to tell me what I want to, like, just let me rock. Mm -hmm. That's all. I've been very singy today, even though my vocal cords are kind of swollen. Kelly, you say that literally every they day. They are swollen. My vocals are swollen. Ew. <laughs> um, yeah. I think we kind of got everything. I think we did too. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was all over the place, but also we kind of did this really, like, hastily. Like, we, we, because, you know, we're very busy. But if anyone ever wants us to talk about this again, or talk to us about your own experiences, mm-hmm. or, you know... Yeah, I was thinking maybe, like, we could figure out how to do an interview in that sense. If anyone has a genuine story they want to share, we could yeah. put that in there. Also, if we talk about anything specifically, because we talked about a lot, if there's more specific topics on um, women that we you want to go more into, let us know, because I would not mind making another episode about women yeah, empowerment. Yeah, because we kind of just glossed over, really, like, all of all the our general feelings. Yes. So we can always get more specific. Or we can on social media, too. We can make Instagram stories about it. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... If you may or may not have noticed that we are making playlists for a lot of our episodes. Yes! Um, Is Mr. DJ so pond to replay? You did not. You did. 
Okay. <laughs> so, um, we made a playlist for, of black artists for our Black Lives Matter um, episode. And for this one, we are making one with, like, female anthems. Yeah. Um, songs that also just make you feel like a bad bitch, because, like... Yeah, it, honestly, anyone can listen to it and bop, I'm just saying. We do have some good bops. We're pretty good at finding some bops. And we yeah. asked some of our listeners, actually, to give us... I think I had, like, five people give me songs, which is more than one, so... Yeah, more than we usually get. More than we usually get! Um, it will be available on the link tree in the description of this episode. And we'll be adding more as the episode comes out, so please keep sending us, DM us, tell us what songs you want to Exactly! Be and also, our, um, Black Lives Matter playlist is still available in it's probably going to be available for a long time. Thank you for everyone who's been listening to it. Because yes! Because more people than I thought listen to it. Yeah. I'm very happy about that. Like, also, just so we know if you're listening to it, click the little heart button on Spotify, because we do this all on Spotify, because Spotify's mm-hmm. superior. Or huh. or maybe give us a follow, because that's where we're going to be posting our playlist on that Spotify account specifically. Yes. Um, Unfortunately... It's kind of hard to do that on Apple Music, but Spotify's free, so. I like Spotify, though. I do, too. Sorry, Apple Music. I, I actually was on that at one point, but I converted. Nope. Spotify. I've always been on the Spotify grind. <laughs> I think I did Apple Music for, like, one month, because I was like, haha, it came out, and then, and it like, was free, probably. It was free. <laughs> but then, like, I, Spotify has always been the wave. It really has Ever been. since middle school, it's always been the wave. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, socials. Do you want to plug yours i'm just going to say the usual totally jada instagram twitter i don't use visco anymore oh because that's kind of a lot of work okay that's it (laughs) um uh instagram and twitter is at kelly bronco well it's bronco it's k-e-l-l-y-b-r-a-n-x-o because someone took kelly bronco I, everyone's like, why don't, why do you use Totally Jada and not your full name? I'm I like Totally Jada. That's like a brand. Yeah. Plus my full name's really basic. So you know how many versions of that Instagram handle have been used? Yeah. Yeah. I had that Instagram handle, Kelly Bronco, and then I don't know why I changed you it. You should have saved it on another account. I should have, but I didn't. Now she's well. XO, so go look her on there. Um, our podcast socials on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter is at 5W Podcast. Our link tree will be in the description with everywhere you can listen and our playlist. Follow us on Spotify. That's pretty cool. Um, anything else we would like to plug? No. Um, I think... Um, uh, yeah, anything that you would like us to talk about in future episodes because, um... Yeah, we just want to know. We actually have been growing in, like, our listener base. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, we've been getting some so? people following us, and I'm like, we get more likes on our Instagram posts, and I'm kind of like, and we don't even have to promote, and I'm kind of like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. It's 30 people. Thank that's you, that's 30 everyone. more people than normal. Exactly. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Um, we hope you really liked it. And also, the future is female. Forever. Forever. God is a woman. God is a woman! God is a woman. God is a woman. That's what I'm leaving this on. <laughs> Have a wonderful day, everyone. Bye!